We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Really is doing a good job because he's not getting his in the way of his team. He has an experienced roster uh, from top to bottom, offense, defense. You see this stuff, though? Like, what's your reaction as a player and that guy's doing that? I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I mean, he's, he's in for a free ride right now. You guys can coach this team and they can succeed. <laughs> Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 to the score. Uh, Julian Love didn't like some of the hysteronics of one Nick Sirianni on the sideline. So he basically said he's in for a free ride that anybody, hey, any of you guys could coach that team. He's yeah. nothing special. He's one of those guys that if you're his opponent and you see something like that as a coach, you're like, that guy, what's he doing? Yeah. Look at that juvenile acting like that. <laughs> Come on. And But if he's yours, he's like, I love his enthusiasm. Look at the fire and passion. This is a guy we want representing our franchise. It just depends on your perspective. And um, and Brandon Graham did not care for that uh, description of his head coach. Uh, you know what, man? You know, people always got something to say when they're at home. So they got some stuff to think about. So I ain't really going to touch too much on it. I just know that Coach Sirianni, is, uh, it don't matter what he did last year with a team that, you know, nobody – thought was going to do much, you know, he ended up getting us to the playoffs. And then for his second year, it's, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get better. You're supposed to bring players in to get uh, to do exactly what you need them to do. And we did that. I mean, he say anybody can coach the this team. It's like, man, it don't matter uh, because at the end of the day, it's on your GM and your president and pe- uh, people to be able to bring guys in and sign guys and have people want to come to this organization. So, I mean, man, it's a whole bunch of different factors other than just him talking about Coach Sirianni. Very interesting because that's a defense of Sirianni that really wasn't a defense of him. It was an acknowledgement. It was an Julian acknowledgement. Was, uh, but it, you love the fact that a player is willing to step out and say something that could be interpreted as a defense of that behavior, which is emotional, which is uh, something that not every coach in the National Football League is going to exhibit, right? So, is is Nick Sirianni, and this, this is what I'm preparing myself for 
this next week or the aftermath of the Super Bowl. I think they're going to win. And I think after they win, we're going to have history that reflects Nick Sirianni in his second year as a head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles is a Super Bowl winning coach forever. Yes. His legacy as a forever. head coach yeah. in Philadelphia in the NFL is that Nick Sirianni is a Super Bowl winning head coach, which is not something that every head coach certainly no. can say. Yeah, it's a significant designation, no question about Respect it. Respect comes with that. Yeah. Shouldn't it? First line of your obituary. So we are in Chicago. I mean, I'm not I've got to ask you this. I've got to ask you this. No. Is there a similarity or a parallel between what we're saying about Nick Sirianni before he might win it and if he wins it to Mike Ditka in 1985? Mike Ditka, what no. was his strength? What was his strength? He, well, the, he, had, he had been a special teams coordinator, and he was an offensive-minded guy. And the Bears won because they had the greatest defense. They had a, they had a great defense. The roster and was Walter why they Payne. won and why yeah. they succeeded. Yeah. Mike Ditka was the head coach. Mike Ditka was the uh, he he was I, as I, emotional as Nick Sirianni is. I, I mean, right? If I were wearing pants right now, I would storm out of the studio, Joe Fortenbaugh style. <laughs> I am not going to sit here while you badmouth Mike. I'm Ditka. not. I'm not badmouthing Mike Ditka. Dustin, do not misrepresent what is, me. What are you doing? I'm not. I'm not badmouthing Mike Ditka. You I'm I was waiting for him to finish before I. I'm oh. asking. I'm asking if you compare some of the things. Antics, if you will, some of the emotional uh, uh, responses, some of the way players are talking about Nick Sirianni and his appeal to them emotionally. Is that sound familiar to you? Dustin, find my pants. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> Molly's about ready to leave. What's wrong with that comparison? I'm asking dump, a dump question. Em, dump them. Dump them. <laughs> Nothing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still. I'm listening. I mean, I mean, you know me. If I really had an issue, I'd raise my hand. Is it a fair question? I'd raise my hand. I just. I think it's a fair question. I think it's also. It's also pointing out that this is not the first time where you've had a head coach whose strengths may lie in his ability to hmm. it, be, well, be emotional, reach your players, motivate guys, whatever yeah. the case may be. Did, you know, honestly, did. Um, did Mike Ditka, isn't he like a bigger personality than Nick Sirianni? It wasn't Mike Ditka like a larger-than-life personality yeah. uh, well, as I think, opposed to – Which made him – made he, he people want to gravitate toward him. But, but Buddy, to, you're saying Buddy Ryan and his defense is the reason well, that the Bears – Well, I'm not arguing But in year him. two, like what was Ditka's aura well, in year number two? You know, I remember, you know, when Ditka came in, I remember, like, Steve McMichael. You know, he was in practice, and he was, you know, they're in drills, and Steve McMichael, you know, they need someone, and he's the guy that jumps in. He's the guy that's like Mr. Gung-Ho that's doing all this stuff, and Ditka loved guys like that. You know, Ditka had this kind of, you know, tough guy yeah. uh, sort of mentality, you know, let's shove it up the white-haired wizard's yeah, absolutely. You know what? He, he he definitely yeah. he was the guy that was an instigator. He was a yeah. guy who who definitely but, in but Chicago it, had a bigger aura yes. and personality and gravitas. But Buddy in Ryan Chicago. was the guy that they kept over, and that's the guy they created that defense. They drafted all that defense, and that's why the Bears won. It's an interesting. Thing. And, and when you say the first line of his obituary is you know Super Bowl winning coach. 
I, Mike Ditka was more than he's a Hall of Fame tight end. I get yes, that, but but, but but the parallel is yeah. there are a lot of coaches, not a lot, but there's a list of coaches who have one Super Bowl to their sure. credit and on their resume that you could look at and say, well, does that make them a great head coach or were they part of a great season? Could I I ask this? If Buddy Ryan had been the head coach of the Bears with his great defense, Mm -hmm. and we could the Bear, of course they could have. In your opinions, would they have won with Buddy Ryan the head coach as opposed to Ditka? And did Ditka get without a doubt, without without a doubt, unequivocal? Yes. See, now I wonder. And and what's interesting is Ditka might have been the first of the CEO type head coaches that we're now looking for where Ditka trusted his defense and trusted his offense, and he was the leader. And we say now that like some of these guys have their heads so far into their laminated sheets that they're, they can't actually coach the team. And I wonder if Ditka was actually ahead of his time from that standpoint where he wasn't worried about the defense or the offense, and he was more coaching the team. You know, um, Dick Vermeil was like the first uh, – special teams coach in the NFL. I believe he's the first guy to hold that position. Now, he, you know, he knew offense. He knew the game, but he, he was a special teams guy. John Harbaugh is a special teams coach. That that's His expertise is not necessarily on his defense, on his offense. It's his organization and his ability to get good coaches around him. I think Ditka, I think Ditka played a role in, in, the, in the Super Bowl season and the, the persona of that team, the the kind of do, tough guy cockiness. But do they win team. with Buddy Ryan as a head coach? I, I, yes. I don't know that yes. they do win. No, uh, I don't know that. I, well, I think it's a fair debate, David. What I'm question. saying is I think this is an interesting topic. Okay, I, I really agree. do. Here's, here's I have, the thing. First of all, I've never sat down and thought about it until right, right now. that way. Right. Yes. Let me ask you this. So I need a little time. Well, to I'll, I'll give you your time. Let, let, me, let me ask you this. You're, you're, I feel like you're plowing over me with something that you have been I, waiting I'm not to, plowing over you I, with anything. Totally, how far I'm did just, how far did Buddy Ryan get as the head coach yeah, of the exactly. Eagles? It's a different question. It's an irrelevant detail. No, because he created the same you defense. You asked and, me the question. I did. With, I asked you a direct and, and question. And my point about this is all about what, guys? Come on. The roster. The talent. We talked about this and got in this discussion because we're evaluating the head coach's impact yeah. on a team that's built to win right now. You need you need a balance. You need a certain number. You can't win on one side of the I, ball. I totally agree so with that. So you've got to be able to kind of, you know, it, like could the Bears have won without Walter Payton? Could the Bears have won without question. Jim McMahon? No, no. I'm just saying yeah, everyone know. plays I mean, a no. role in the, so in the, in the thing that you're doing here. I, I, I think it's really interesting. I don't remember, you know, what I remember about Buddy in Philadelphia is that he cut Chris Carter and said all he does is catch touchdown passes. Well, it turned out that Chris Carter had like a drug issue. And, and the coach was, Buddy Ryan, was protecting him by saying that dismissively all he does is catch touchdown passes. People went crazy. Why would you count anyone that does catch touchdown pass? They went crazy. And then as his career improved, and he got control of it. He became a Hall of Fame receiver, and they cut him. But he cut him for a specific reason, and he did him a large by cutting him but, in the way that he did without pointing out that fact. But I don't think that Buddy Ryan would have 
screwed up being the head coach of that Bears team that season because the roster was too good to screw up. Likewise, the Eagles roster and talent might be too big to mess up this season for Nick Sirianni. Guys, Barry Switzer won a Super Bowl. Oh, I know. I mean, I remember I was in his hotel room the night before the Super Bowl. Uh, we don't even like, talk about those no, details. No, like half the media in, in, <laughs> the, in the, at the – uh, that, you've never seen anything like that. sounds like, like chapter that. seven of the Molly biography. No, I'm telling you, that guy, that was the only reason that he was hired is because Jimmy couldn't stand him. So when Jerry wanted to get it at Jimmy, he took the team that Jimmy had created and he handed it to Barry Switzer, who who kind of got out of the way. But, I mean, he wasn't really a head coach. He was just Barry Switzer. He, right. he, what a story that guy is. You got to <laughs> Check well, out, go go Google Barry Switzer, <laughs> no, mother of Jesus. Or don't. Yeah. But Jimmy didn't like him. It, yeah. That was Oklahoma, Oklahoma State sure. stuff, right? Yeah. So, so that was all rooted just, in that. Yeah. But, but, but again, I don't know that the Bears and their. First, it's an interesting question that I'm trying to debate in my head. Were they a touch button team? Were they so well crafted and so good? And and Buddy was the defensive coordinator. That was his defense, and he ran it, and they had everyone. I, and if you think about it, the fight they got into in Miami was because Buddy insisted on leaving the linebacker on the field, and Ditka wanted them to go to nickel. Wilbur Marshall. Wilbur could not cover the guys he was asked to cover, and that's the only game they lost. And they got they got they came a hair away from a fist fight at halftime I, of that game. I remember uh, Mark Clayton was telling me that story at a banquet last spring, and it was hilarious for him to recall, and he was still laughing about it all of these years later. Yeah. I think, though, they overcame that loss and they because they were just too good and too destined to win that year. That's my only parallel, is that when you have a team as talented as the ones we're talking about, I don't know how impactful the head coach has to be. So – if you're asking, as Dustin did, could Buddy Ryan have won a Super Bowl in 85 if he were the head coach and Ditka weren't a part of that? My guess or my answer would be, yeah, absolutely, because that team was too good to mess up. I'm not trying to disrespect <laughs> no, anybody's David, historical I'm happy place. You have such a, I, I'm, I'm happy I, you are gung-ho on your yeah. opinion. I just I think it's really something, and it ties into everything we've been talking about all morning, is the value of that head coach in the NFL versus like Vic Fangio, you know, as yes. the defensive coordinator, like can yes. Vic really do, uh, listen, we're all going to be now very curious. I, I could have cared less about the Miami Dolphins next year. Now I'm curious. Well, I, I mean, I here's because the thing. of Vic Fangio. I am too. Well, but, but, but David is saying that uh, we have a text to check. First of all, this is very funny. Mully going all Mark Trestman on us. Never admit to being in a hotel room with other men. <laughs> That's from the I said this chapter seven. Assessment. That's very yeah. funny. That's very funny. Wait. But but the fact is that there were like there were tons of people there. There were the guy was just having like a party. He was a floating party. I'm saying right. that it wasn't like he was putting a game plan together. He was I believe we could call Rick Tallender. You know who would be great on this subject, uh, David, is we should have Dan Pompey come on and we should talk to Dan. There's a really good subject, the idea that, you know, the coach as passenger as opposed to driver. And what what part I, – I mean, you're saying that the Bears win the Super Bowl in, in spite of Ditka or uh, not because of Ditka. When you, Ditka when you nothing, put it that way, it sounds like I'm disrespecting Mike Ditka. I don't intend to be to say that. I understand. And maybe by definition him, that's what yeah. I'm doing. I right. guess what I'm saying is that I, I am 
looking at it the other way. I'm saying that that talent to me, the disparity was so great between the Bears and everybody else that had you changed coaches, the coaches were much more interchangeable than anybody on the roster because they had a they had a historically good roster. I don't know if they had a historically good head coach. Yeah, I think that is a, that is a legitimate uh, comment, and I think they did. They put together an amazing football team. Uh, that defense was extraordinary. The linebacking core, the defensive line. You know, think about Dan Hampton, Hall of Famer. That just the way that guy played. That guy was JJ Watt before JJ Watt ever took a breath. And you look at his Super Bowl history, and we could find examples where I think that you. We mentioned John Gruden earlier in the show about they gave up draft picks to get him. You could make the argument if you wanted to, whether you're in Chicago or Tampa, that. That season, that championship revolved around the the sheer will of the head coach and maybe his innovation and his impact more than it did or as much as it did the talent. Maybe that's disrespecting the talent, but I think that there are examples in Super Bowl history where the coach is the primary uh, factor. I I think – But I don't think the Bears in 85 is that. and I totally agree with that. I'll put it to you this way. Um, I would trade a first-round pick for Bill Walsh I wouldn't have traded a first round pick for Mike Ditka. See, you but just you just I, got me I, checkmate because I, you know what? I my my first reaction is yeah, absolutely I would Bill Walsh, but then early in the show I said there's no way I would do that for any coach active now in the NFL. <sighs> Bill Walsh in his prime in that day before we overvalued draft picks, that might be a great trade. Bill Walsh might have been worth it because that's a great example. But 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 I think what you said there about Ditka and the strength of his personality. You know, Ditka came in, and I'm telling you, I grew up in Chicago. I've lived here my whole life, and I've watched the Bears since I was a kid. And it was the first time I ever heard anyone use the words Super Bowl when he came in. He came in to win the Super Bowl, and he came from Dallas, and they knew how to win. And and the Bears, it changed. It's because they built the team. It's because the way they drafted. They had all these Hall of Famers on that team, including Walter Payton. And, and you know, you, you look at a, a Jimbo Covert made the Hall of Fame. That guy, was a, that guy was as good a player in the NFL for about a six-year period as you were going to find. He was the best left tackle in the NFL. They had, they had Richard Dent. And, and who was like a seventh round pick? I mean, Dan you Hampton. Just, you go Dan Hampton, Singletary. Richard Dent, and Singletary. The list is long. And and I got to tell you, it, like I I mean, Wilbur was great, but I, I he, thought I thought Marshall was the best player. Right. I'm sorry, uh, Richard Dent was great, not Dent. Who, who Otis was great. Otis Wilson. But but Wilbur, uh, if he had stayed in this system, would have been a Hall of Famer. You're almost saying anybody could have coached that team. Uh, I, I'm almost saying that, but the, but you, as you mentioned, <laughs> the strength of will of the head coach right. was part it, of that it, mix. It's part of the persona. It's part of the legacy. It's part of the tough guy image of but, the smash mouth football. And, you it, know, when Mike Ditka, God, God bless him, when he shuffles off this mortal coil, he will not be former Saints coach Mike Ditka. No. He will not be Hall of Fame player. No. He will be... Former Bears coach and Hall of Fame player. The, I, I mean, it, the head coach the of head perhaps coach. the best team ever in the NFL, right? Okay. Best the, defense, the best singular sure. season ever, perhaps, in the NFL. And he was, you know, part of that. 
it, that persona was part of that. They took on his personality. Was it necessary? I, I it's a great question. Was because, it necessary? Because the line of scrimmage is where you win in the NFL, and they built that up to a point where they it, they they were so good on the line of scrimmage. And that's what the Eagles are, frankly. They're very good exactly. on the line of scrimmage. That's the parallel. And any of those guys you mentioned about the 85 Bears, take them out of the mix. Do they still win? I don't know. But you take Ditka out of the mix yeah. and you replace him with Buddy Ryan, I think they do. We got we to gotta call Pompey. I mean, this is the guy that would, you know, he covered the team, for God's sake. Book him for Monday. Dustin. We're ready. Do your job. I just wrote it down. Thank All right. You, buddy. We got another segment or two, though. I know. Yeah, I mean, come I, on. we're just getting started. Just getting started. I, I, I'd love to or hear. Or you want me to see if he's people? available in no, a minute? He okay. might need time to process it, though, he too. Need, yeah, give yeah, him well, some time. I'm, I'm having I gave a hard up time. On I, I plowed over him. David has steamrolled me here, and and if I could get the tire tracks off my chest, maybe <laughs> I could answer that question. I did, did you ever, not. Did you ever hear that joke? That the one about uh, the guys in uh, in uh, World War Two, and he. Uh, goes to his sergeant and he's like hey i don't have a gun and the guy says oh yeah don't, don't worry about it wait a minute you don't have a gun sergeant issue this man a gun we're out of guns you're out of guns here he grabs a broomstick and he snaps the handle off and he hands it to him he's like just use this and the guy's like, what am i supposed to do he says, go bangity bangity bang so he's like well there, uh, there's no bayonet he's trying to hand it back and the guy takes out of his pocket he takes a piece of string and he ties it around it and he says, just go stabity, stabity, stab. So this guy's standing there, and the battle goes, and he's bangity, 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 bangity. He's got his eyes closed. And the next thing you know, he sees one German walking toward him. Everyone else is gone. It's just the two of them. And he's like, the guy is walking at him, and he's like, bangity, bangity, bang. And the guy keeps coming at him. And he finally, the guy's on top of him, stabity, stabity, stab, stabity, stab. And he just gets absolutely crushed. This guy steps on him, crushes his chest, walks right over him. And as he's going out, he hears, Take any take any take. <laughs> That's you take any take any tanked me. Three one two six forty four. Does anyone have an opinion on no no need for Ditka? Is this a new like with no, sports radio not, not out there? I'm not I, trying to be. I'm not. I'm not trying to do that. I, 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 I'm call, not a like. Let, let's light Tom a match. This is something that, that emanated out of our conversation about the value of a head coach. I'm not trying to be. Anything but that. Just we're, we're having a football conversation here. 312-644-6767. Does anyone want to defend me against David on this one? Because <laughs> he might be right. It's Wally and Hall on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Go Bears! Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Struggling with this one. That's uh, It's a fascinating subject. We will get back to this because well, I think we have to get to the bottom of it. We just heard Mike Ditka with his legendary Go Bears chant. He is yes. a legend that um, yeah. you don't need to explain the what Mike Ditka means to Chicago. This is not intended to bring any sort of disrespect to his tenure as a Bears head coach. I think it just is a compliment to how dominant that team was. And 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 look, you look at the Eagles and their first two playoff games. They have outscored opponents yeah. 69 to 14. And Tom Thayer, who was a member of that 85 Bears team, who does a terrific job and has his legacy his own as an analyst, he compared watching them on tape before the Bears played the Eagles in December, watching the Eagles on tape, Reminded Tom Thayer of the 85 Bears in terms of dominance, in terms of just how complete that team was. So the leap to me isn't as great or it's not a quantum leap to say that, well, you know what? They also have a very emotional head coach who isn't necessarily known for his X's and O's, who isn't necessarily known for um, that those kinds of things schematically at this stage of his career. What do you know most about Nick Sirianni? Well, this is the guy – that's fired up. <laughs> this is a guy that reflects his fan base as well as any coach in the National Football League. And this is what he's known for now at this stage of his career, much like 1985 Ditka. You know, it's the, the confidence that team had, the swagger that team had, the way that team carried itself came from the head coach. I don't know if you can say the same thing about Nick Sirianni. I don't know. I don't know that he has that kind of, um, you know, that he pushed every button the right way to get him where they're at. I, I feel like, I feel like this was a much easier job. Well, let me than ask you though, what did get is, is the emotional leader of that? But it, don't you, you know football? Yeah, but those personalities in the '85 team, yes. don't you think that that was they, they were going to be who they were regardless of the coach? I think they needed to be kept together. And I think that there was there there I think that there were um, obvious sort of schisms mm-hmm. within the team between the offense and the defense, and the, I think they need you needed a strong-willed person to be able to keep those personalities together, and and that is the difficulty in coaching is being able to get every player on board for the same. You know, Phil Jackson is is renowned for his titles and all that. What Phil managed to do was convince people 
that they needed a business relationship with each other. You can't win a title on your own. You need to get these guys on board with you. I always felt Michael Jordan was going to win championships regardless of where, where he went or where. Michael Jordan was like the most competitive person in the world, and and he had to be convinced to share with others before he took over the game, et cetera. But, but he was going to win. I always felt that way. It's like it's like you know I, he was always the he was the key ingredient to a champion. You just needed the the, the system and the people around I, him. Anyone I, any system would have worked. Any absolutely, I, I, you're right there. But I think when you say play word association with with coaches and teams and legacies, okay, Phil Jackson triangle offense, right? right. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Johnson draft chart you know or yes. or personnel right. evaluator right right, right. Uh, you you look at different guys Chuck Knoll you know steel curtain yeah different things are associated with different coaches when you think Mike Ditka do you Bill Walsh West Coast offense yeah I, you think I of totally a scheme. agree with you so, listen when you think Bears championship you think 46 defense yeah. and that's Buddy Ryan you're absolutely right and and Buddy part of hiring Ditka was you got to keep this guy so modern Super Bowl Nick Sirianni. Yeah. I think this is like the adrenaline-filled, uh, energetic, uh, Philly fandom uh, epitomized by their head coach yeah. type of guy. Right? Okay. I don't know what word best describes it or fits it. Andy Reid. Well, Andy Reid is obviously successful as a head coach, but is it because of the power I, of his it, personality no. or the strength of his brain power? No, I think it's, it's volume offense. I think Andy went from – Running the West Coast offense to just running every play. He's a he's a play caller. So they have they have you know we it's saw a, it when when it's Matt his, Nagy it's got his football him. intellect. Yes, he he just has an, a, a crazy number of plays that he can choose from and he can he can pick from and they have all these guys sitting around trying to put plays on the board that'll beat that defense. That's that's the great you know is it based in West Coast principles? Absolutely. But that it, all it is is volume offense and having play. They're play callers, those guys. All those guys. That's what Nagy, when he came here, he he had guys with him. He was trying to do the same thing. Because that's the way the, the league has evolved. And that's the way you want your 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 teams to, to buy into this offensive-minded head coach or this offensive scheme. And that's the way you win in today's NFL. I wonder, though, going back to the 80s, is that – if you took away, you know, if you took away one coach from that staff, who would be the one you missed the most on that in that eighty-five? So you're saying it would be Buddy? It might be yeah. Buddy Ryan. Well, and I'm I wouldn't and, argue. And that. I'm saying that only because I, I'm not saying that as somebody who who was a teenager at the time. You talked to some players in that locker room at that oh, time. No, there, I mean, <laughs> there was a schism. There were half the players loved Buddy, and half it's not a hard Buddy. argument to win with um, that group. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this question. If I say Ditka, what do you say? Uh, the coach, the the personality. It's a per personality. It's the persona. I say, I say Grabowski. Yeah. That's Mike a, that, Ditka, that's, good. That, that's that Chicago thing. Yeah. You know, they were going to be tough guys. They were going to – we were from Chicago. I was going to say mustache, but that's the same well, type, type of thing. That's, yeah. that's fair enough. Yeah, mustache, cigar. Grabowski, persona. Personality, yeah, more so than I, I, I don't a, than, think. Than, you know, great special. Teams, you don't think of offense. anything you're no. going to see on tape. That's fair. You know, when you're talking about, I, I think it, it, it may be 
you know, blasphemous in Chicago, but you don't really think of like Bill Walsh. I want to watch the tape because I'm going to see uh, Steve Young's offense is going to look like Joe Montana's, which is going to look like a lot of things that you saw after they left because he was an innovator. He was a guy that was. If, 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 if Joe Montana doesn't play for Bill Walsh, is he in the Hall of Fame? If Joe Montana it's a great was question. a third-round pick. I would say yes. Okay. I would say yes. But I, I, I'm I don't saying know. He that. He was the perfect quarterback in the perfect system. He, it was like this unbelievable match of It of was an unbelievable elements. football marriage, and it made history, and it's something that maybe you know is unmatched if, uh, other than Belichick and Brady, but I don't think it was Belichick's you know, offensive scheme that Brady was executing all the time. Whereas with Montana, it was, he was an extension of Bill Walsh's brain. So, but I, I also think that, and you would speak to this better than I would maybe from, from having been around Bill Walsh a little bit more. I think he would have found a quarterback. If it weren't, it wasn't Montana, it might've been somebody else. I think Bill Walsh with his, and you know, Bill Walsh, um, he coached at Stanford. He didn't go to Stanford. I, I think there's like a, Real misconception. Oh, he, he went to San Jose State. Yes. Yeah. And his dad, I think, was like a, a body and fender guy. Mm-hmm. Bill, it wasn't, you know, he he was in, um, where where did he come from? Uh, Paul Brown. You know, a lot of the innovation, the route tree, a lot of the things that he's credited for were, were Paul Brown stuff back in the day, right? I mean, it's, we're all, we all stand on the shoulders of giants. You don't just kind of develop into who you are without having different it, mentors and different it, people that you can emulate and learn from, and especially in the coaching profession. But Bill did put it all together. He put and, it all together, yeah, yeah. and it is relevant even today. And you'd because... trade a first-rounder for it. <laughs> well, I would now. I've changed in four and a half hours. But the, the, it's also re- relevant today. Bill Walsh, people might be thinking, well, who? Why are they talking about Bill Walsh? It's because of the value of a head coach we're debating. And also, Mully, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs offense and you look at Andy Reid, who's 64, been around a long time. But he comes from where? Mike Holmgren. Who comes from where? Well, it all starts somewhere. Yeah, And exactly. now exactly. you go back and the origins of what Mike we're Holmgren seeing. Mike Holmgren comes from Bill Walsh. Exactly. Yeah, That's exactly. what the point is, is that the Chiefs offense has remnants of what you saw with the great Montana and Walsh years because – it all started with the West Coast offense, and the West Coast offense was at least attributed to Bill Walsh in San Francisco. Yeah, I I think you've raised a really interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to reassess uh, how I feel about coaches. Over maybe maybe the coach Mannings will help me to get this uh, even. Down I think a what bit. you need is a good dose of the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because you know such, that's all about such brain as power. it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we should definitely get to Pompey. We should talk this subject over with him. He'd be the man to hit. I think next it. week early would be good yeah. because he's yeah. got a big week late. Next week could exactly. be the discussion. The process begins. Devin Hester could be a big week for Devin Hester. Yeah, and Dan will make a great argument. I'm sure he will. But you know, you know, because we've been there before at, at Super Bowl weeks with Dan. He takes this seriously. Oh, he works his and he pours out. in so much yeah. work and time and effort yes. that. It can be very draining right. when he's getting prepared to make somebody's case to be immortalized in Canton. You know, Dan, when he is finished with the Super Bowl and it's all behind him, is a very fun person to be around. That is uh, 
Dan at his best. I've seen him in uh, some remarkable situations uh, <laughs> late on a post-Super Bowl Sunday. All good. Uh, just a lot of laughs, a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. It's all fun. Yeah. And, but he does take that part of it very seriously, as he should, as you would expect. I just remember before Richard Dent got in. Oh, yeah. You know how many times he didn't get in. Oh, I know. And you know the toll that took on Dan oh, personally. It takes a toll on the player. Because you feel responsible. Yeah, you feel responsible. Like you let him down. And I remember yeah. running into Richard Dent. I think I was with Dan after one of those times. And you just yeah. you felt terrible because of what could have happened, what didn't happen, and the reaction to it. Finally, he got in. So, um, good exhale. I, Dan and I always would go to the to mass on the morning of the Super Bowl, right? Because it's on a Sunday, and and sometimes they'd have a mass in the in the hotel, or they'd have a mass. There'd be a church nearby. Mike Floria was always at that mass. Saw him a bunch at it. But we we went to this mass one uh, time, and we were sitting there, and they were they were looking for volunteers to do the readings, and I immediately like raised my hand and pointed to Dan. <laughs> You didn't want any part of that. I mean, it was, and yeah. he was like, uh, and the the priest is looking at Dan. You know, it was awesome. I was just like, oh, he wants to do it. And Dan like looked at me like, you son of a gun. <laughs> and it was very funny. He had to do all the reading. He did it very well. I'm sure he did it very well. But it was pretty funny because yeah. I did volunteer him. Mm-hmm. I, I'm that's that's one of my moves. <laughs> Try to, to, to keep vol- myself out of to things. volunteer whoever like, you're with. Oh, I, I know yeah. he's interested. Yeah. I did that one time with my daughter. I like quieted down a room. We were at the family thing, and I'm like, "Hey, I think Mary wants to say a few words." Oh, I'm not sure but that went over well. That didn't go over. No, yeah. but I love doing stuff. I think like that, that explains our karaoke experience. <laughs> we're tying the whole week together. Exactly, that's fantastic. All right, very good. Uh, that's fun stuff. I I could talk about this all day. The value of coaches. We've got. Uh, Dan and Lawrence are going to join us next. Maybe we'll ask them how much they value a Nick Sirianni. It's Mully and Haw on the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.